When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is The Rich Eisen Show. The Rich Eisen Show with guest host Andrew Siciliano. He pushes and sneaks. Touchdown, Eagles. It works again. Live from The Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Wide open to touchdown, Miami. They give it to McCaffrey off the left side. Touchdown. Today's guests, host of The Rich Eisen Show, Rich Eisen, plus your phone calls, overreaction Monday, and more. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's Andrew Siciliano. Oh, there will be overreaction today, I promise you. Matter of fact, we might dedicate an entire segment to overreacting for what we saw yesterday. Like, the Niners are the best team in football. I don't think that's an overreaction at all. I think the Eagles are good. I don't think they're as good as the Niners. How about the Patriots are the worst team in football? I don't think that's an overreaction either. As a matter of fact, I think we should start asking the question, is Bill Belichick going to make it through the season? I do think we should ask that. Do I think Robert Kraft would fire him? No, I don't think so. But we got to have some very difficult conversations, don't we? When the worst two losses in his head coaching career coming consecutive weeks here in the middle of 2023 as he is still 18 wins away from Don Shula and those 18 wins feel like they might take four years to get. That team is awful. I'm not trying to be mean. They're they're just bad. I know it. TJ knows it. Del Tufo knows it. I know Chris Brockman knows it as well. Hi, guys. Happy Monday. Hey, thanks for... That's a great start. Now I'm depressed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not I depressed. on TJ's Cowboys. Because when the season started, Rich is uh, listening right now. He can hear us. What? I said this This would be Bill's last year in New England on our overreaction Monday. It is going Monday to be Bill's last year in New England. Podcast. Write it down. I, I, I it. firmly believe that. Two years ago, I said he was on the hot seat. I got laughed at. And this this before the season started, last year in New England, laughed at. Who's laughing now, Rich Eisen? Welcome to the oh, show. I'm not, I'm not laughing. Rich I am Eisen. not laughing. Good morning, As you, you know, I have too many. Uh, I have too many um, New England uh, fans in my world, in my house. So uh, I am not. Uh, I am not sitting here and and gloating or feeling anything other than uh, concern for for those New Englanders in in my world. I think you're nuts if you think he's gonna, what do you, when when you say he might not last the season Andrew. What do you what do you mean? You think he's going to you think he'll just quit? Like his tenure in New England no. must be like I'm out. No. That, that, that was overreaction. What I think might happen. Ah, I see what you're saying. What I think okay. might happen. It would not stun me if there has long been talk of a succession plan with Gerard Mayo behind him. Yep. Um, I was there um, in March at, at the league meeting um, in Arizona when Robert Kraft gave his off-season state of the franchise briefing to the assembled masses and when pressed about Bill 
staying on to get to Don Shula. He went out of his way yeah. multiple times to say, we're not about individual records. We never have been. It's about making the playoffs. Uh, there were some who speculated maybe there might have been a Mayo coaching waiting announcement made then. It wasn't. Um, yeah. It would not surprise me if things continue to go downhill. Maybe they become sellers at the trade deadline. You never know. If something, if it gets to that point midseason where you talk that this may be it. But no, I don't think yeah, Robert I mean, Kraft that, would that may fire be a, him midseason. That, that may be an internal conversation at some yeah. point. But right now, it is it is uh, unprecedentedly bad. It is something that I haven't seen in, um, you know, since... Obviously, like Dick McPherson, you know, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you got to go back to those days before before Parcells came. But, um, you know, maybe we'll hit that a little bit later on. The thing I want to hit to start this thing off is. TJ, are are you all (laughs) (laughs) perfect, man? Hey, hey, Rich. So you know, all right. Okay, that's good. That's good. Come on, Rich. I'm glad I'm seeing you on camera. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's good to see you. I mean, it was. I'm not gonna. Wanted to check in. Boys. Like like the proverbial welfare check on Shambly. <laughs> wow. Yes. yes. You know, the, you know? To, to quote Rodney Dangerfield, I, I'll tell you more right now, but last week look, I was in rough shape. That was last week, so though. Sunday's last week. Okay. This is a whole new week. Let yeah. me just say this to you. Positive. Okay. Let me just say this to you. When it comes to, you know, last night's game in San Francisco, the measuring stick, that's what the Cowboys were we're having that measuring stick game against the San Francisco 49ers. The San Francisco 49ers grabbed the measuring stick, and hit the Dallas Cowboys over the head with it, and beat them with it repeatedly. I mean, they did over and over in again. the head and neck and area. That, that is exactly what happened. And I hate to say this, but it is you know my uh, I guess prerogative zooming in from London on this program. It's your show, dude but it has nothing to do with the Cowboys when I say this. Oh, boy. Here he goes. But I hate to say, I told you so, about Brock Purdy. I told you. I told you. I'm not the only one. I'm not saying I was the only one, but I was one of the few. When the Dallas Cowboys were riding high, taking out Jets and Joneses and everybody else, when the New York Giants got whipped by the San Francisco 49ers that Thursday night to open week three, I sat in the chair and I started the program saying, why not Brock Purdy for most valuable player in this league? And last night we saw it again. And I'm sure everyone will sit here and go, well, he's got a great tight end. He scored three times. Well, I mean, he's got Christian McCaffrey week before he scored four times. Well, he's got a great defense that turned it over, over and over and over again. The guy in the stadium who was there, who if Purdy was not playing this way, you would have seen more shots of this guy than Taylor Swift on Sunday Night Football last week. If Purdy was playing like Dak or even worse, I'm not saying that Dak is bad. I'm saying Dak had a bad night. If Purdy was playing like that and had been playing like that all season long, the camera would have been zoomed right in on Trey Lance all night long. But it wasn't because this guy is playing lights out week in, week out, seeing the Cowboys defense, 
seeing Wink Martindale lighten him up with the Giants defense, seeing everybody trying to take him out, and he is as cool as a cucumber, and he is accurate. He is deadly. He is through five weeks, and I know you guys spoke about this earlier on in the program because I'm highly attuned Mm -hmm. to at Rich Eisen show X feed. Sorry, Chris. Rich, it's Twitter. Come on, man. I understand Brock Purdy is the most valuable player in this league through five weeks time. And he is only, I'm assuming, going to get better. Let's see next week. Next week. Hey, Andrew. Coming Mm -hmm. up on Sunday. Coming up. Okay, Miles Garrett. Dorian Thompson Robinson of the Browns. <laughs> oh well, I don't know. I know he I know for some reason <laughs> that Deshaun wasn't at practice today to start. But there's still that Grim Reaper in Cleveland that would love to add Brock Purdy's name to that Halloween getup that I'm sure he's getting ready for his front lawn. He'd love to put Brock Purdy's name on a headstone in his front lawn in suburban Cleveland, Ohio. Because Miles Garrett does that to everybody. And he's going to be coming for Purdy. Let's see what happens here. I don't want to hear how good this team is in an excuse to not give Brock Purdy what everyone would be given, Burrow and Mahomes and Allen and Hurts, if they were playing like Brock Purdy's been playing. That's my takeaway. And the Dallas takeaway is, TJ, I still believe... (laughs) Your team, hold on a second. I still believe your team is a playoff team. They're a playoff team. And I know, Chris, I'm sniffing an overreaction Monday subject that Mm -hmm. the Cowboys are not going to make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I'm smelling it. I don't know if you have it for either our segment coming up or for the podcast Mm -hmm. that I'll be doing from this hotel room with you later on. Overreaction Monday pod is going to go down. It's a lovely room, by the way. It it looks like a lovely room. It's finally appointed. Yep. Just like the San Francisco 49ers. Listen, TJ, I am not concerned about your team making the playoffs. I'm I'm concerned about them going deep in the playoffs. We just saw the measuring stick. I'm willing to give you Arizona as the clunker because uh, Trayvon Diggs had just gone down. Your team may have been shocked, awed, whatever. Three offensive linemen not starting. Got it. Understand. Last night, though, you had to go into San Francisco and make a game of it and maybe come out with that win. Instead, just an absolute curb stomping that Dak says was the most humbling game he's ever been a part of. Yeah. So essentially so, you're saying the Niners were Jeffrey D. Morgan's Negan in The Walking Dead, and he took his bat Lucille and brain yes. Glenn and Abraham, who were the Cowboys, and just... Yes, if you want to go with a okay. zombie analogy, yeah, yes. What language are you speaking of? The Walking it Dead. Was, it, was a very, it was a very Walking Dead okay. type performance. <laughs> Um, for sure, you know, and, um, I stayed up to watch a little bit of it. I got a gist and went to sleep. Yeah, you didn't need to to watch much, Rich. You you didn't need to watch much. I think I got a sense. I got a sense. It was also two in the morning here, you know, after calling Jags Bills. And I watched every down. I was all over, you know, red zone. I was all over everything else that was going on yesterday. I was all over the Game Pass. Pardon me, the Game Pass, International Game Pass, which works International wonderful Game over Pass. There. Yeah. Everybody, I was all Good over stuff. that, sir. And, great and I was watching all the games the best I can. Yes, and I stayed up job. for that game, got the gist, and then done with it. Went to bed. I, um, I wish I, I wish I would have done the same. I will. Yeah, I, I will tell you this though. Uh, I still think you're a wild card team. I still think that you might be that five or six seed that can make some hay against the NFC South winner. Um, I'd love to see Dallas and Detroit have at it. Oh, my goodness, would that be something else? 
um, in in Detroit because you know, and I, I want to get to the Lions in in a, in a hot second here. But to me, Dallas is still a playoff team. But the 49ers, that's why I've had them atop the power rankings list. That's why I believe, you know, they are the best team in the NFC. Can't wait for that week 13 game against Philadelphia. There's lots to go between now and then. But that was a complete ass kicking yeah, on Sunday night football. And um, and Brock Purdy's the MVP through five weeks. Totally with My you on all that. I, I want you to know, um, Rich, that when TJ walked in this morning, <laughs> about an hour and 20 before the show, we're all sitting here at the desk having coffee, catching up over the weekend. TJ walked in, and, and I offered what I, I meant. It truly was a heartfelt like, hey, man, sorry. Yeah, right. And he immediately <laughs> kind of bowed up. And it was like, wow, That's, hitting me with that right um, when I walk in the door. Like, I haven't even sat down. And I'm like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. TJ. Like, I mean it. Like <laughs> we've all been there. You guys are saying I wasn't. We've all been there. Like I, I I'm sorry, dude. But he he this, was ready to fight because <laughs> because of how you opened this hour. He just thought he he, he just was that, ready. That is not true, Rich. You know I, I always treat guests with a lot of respect. So you know Rich, I know that I, I would never. You know I those are the words that I said, but not the cadence upon which they were said. Okay, it was more understood. Like, oh, really? Understood. Just TJ. right off the bat. Look, but I got I got tons of texts on the opening Monday night of the season, you know, as if a family member had just perished when Aaron Rodgers went down, you know, so I understand yesterday. All right. Let's talk about the Jets yesterday because I did. That's what definitely kept me up. And I thought to myself when Zach threw that interception with a couple minutes to go to give the ball to uh, Denver for one last needing only half the field for a game tying field goal. I thought to myself. And did I stay up till one in the morning just for this? <laughs> I've lost sleep That's over this. literally what I thought to myself. Literally. I'm like sitting here in my hotel room, in my finally appointed hotel room. Finally appointed. Rich is finally appointed hotel This artwork that's on the wall, yes. if, if you zoomed with Kurt Warner and everyone else, same, it's the same. They must have like 90 of these. Just hang it <laughs> in one every room? room. <laughs> it's in every room. It's, it's in every room. Taken right from the Tate Modern. Yep. Honestly. Uh. So, at any rate. That said, I'm sitting here in this room, <laughs> one in the morning. I'm thinking to myself, did I really stay up till one in the morning just to watch this axe in the chest? Is that really what's happening? And then the Jets defense that uh, that had completely um, bowed up um, throughout much of that second half came up with that final turnover. Uh, by the way, uh, on the drive over to the Tower Bridge to do the NFL total access hit that I did with Kurt Warner today, I asked him, what did Sean Payton say to Russell Wilson as Russell had come off the field after that fumble return for a touchdown that came because he was trying to make a play late? And he said that Sean Payton said to him that he was hot, not not that Sean Payton was hot, but that the hot receiver is exactly what Russell should have thrown it to. Was the that running the back linebacker, was hot. Yeah. Correct. That the linebacker, I believe it was um, – uh, Quincy Williams, what we're seeing here is Jermaine Johnson on the screen. It was another giveaway by Russ. But um, it was it was Quincy uh, Williams coming in, and it was his uh, running back that Quincy had left to go rush that Russ should have hit. That's what Sean Payton was telling him. And, you know, what we're seeing out of Russ, unfortunately, is just a lot of running and and not much else and it's truly amazing how uh, the first five games under Sean Payton has not been an improvement at all from the Nathaniel Hackett um, era, in quotes. 
And that's what was kind of great for me to see is I wanted to see another week of Zach having the light on. Now, the light was completely off at the end of the first half when he lost track of time. And clearly, these are mistakes that against better opponents will come home to roost and cause the Jets to lose a game. That said, it didn't on this day because the defense got it done, and then Zach made some nice throws in this game, albeit one was picked. But he made some nice throws, some over the middle, some on play action. I saw more from Zach, and then obviously Brees Hall getting it done and showing up like he did. In He is true. I mean, dude, he takes... He takes long strides. I mean, he is big. He runs hard, and he takes these long strides that wind up giving him a burst. And whatever, you know, he was caught from behind against the Bills, and he was caught from behind a couple of weeks ago as well. Not anymore. That that guy's gone. (laughs) Yeah, He's out the gate, and this is a huge development because it was on that stadium's turf that he blew out his knee last year. So, I I feel you know I I can't believe that it feels like the Jets won two in a row. But again, their record right now this this season is is two two zero and one, with that last one being a moral victory against the Chiefs. I'm still looking in the standings to see that fourth column, but I don't see it. And they get the Eagles this week. That's right. And so this to me before a bye week, like going home and you know I. I Stopping the brotherly shove and figuring out how to beat the Eagles will be a very tall order. But that said, on this day, struggling to get the ball in the end zone, struggling to actually get points before the half, struggling against a Broncos team that clearly is struggling in its own right, I started feeling very poorly. And then the third quarter was <laughs> stupendous. And then Bryce Hall, Brees Hall got it done. And then Bryce Hall returned the fumble recovery for a touchdown. And then I uh, decided to go to sleep. And I'm like, oh, let me check out what's going on with the Niners and Cowboys. And then 10 minutes later, <laughs> I went to sleep. And, so. and then it put you to sleep. Um, I, I want to play you. I don't know if you saw this over there. I didn't see it until this morning. I was at Rams Eagle, and this one, Eagles, rather, this one flew under the radar. Um, the Nathaniel Hackett, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I almost said Paul. Nathaniel Hackett storyline here, winning it for the OC and former Broncos head coach, the Sean Payton, so uh, unceremoniously and and without class, I could say it, threw under the bus this past summer. Did you see C.J. Uzama's pregame huddle speech to the Jets? Roll the tape, Hoskins. If you had trouble hearing it, it's they made this bleep personal, so bleep him and bleep them. Ah, this I one was a truck backing up. is for Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> okay. And they hey, went look, out man, they and made him a captain before the game. I and like if you see afterwards when they're all hugging it out with Nathaniel Hackett on the sideline, his face is all black. It's because there were so many guys hugging him. Their eye black. I was wondering about what that was. On his I was wondering because oh, yeah. I saw like he had a big, huge yeah. smudge on his face. 
Uh, I just thought that was just, you know, the black cloud that was hanging overhead when Zach threw that last pick. But that's just me being a Jet fan. <laughs> you know, hey, look, whatever they want to use, whatever they can get together. I just love Salah's demeanor. I love the fact that he's held everything together. And they have a shot to go home and really put a huge pelt on the wall and get to 500 before going on a bye. And then finally get through this hellish part of their schedule um, and have it kind of um, lighten up. But they're not one of those teams that can just roll it out and beat an opponent because they have a better roster. They're just not there yet because Zach just needs to keep getting better. But, you know, after that first quarter against the Chiefs and it was basically, you know, uh, a foregone conclusion that it was going to be a Kelsey, you know, um, uh, love fest with you know, Taylor Swift on NBC, and then it all turned around. It's I'm 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 just was very pleased to see the win. Um, I was thrilled to see an actual offensive snap with the lead that happened for the first time all season in the third quarter of this game. So that was fun. Um, and just things are looking up that they're not in last place. They have an actual light on with their quarterback, and we'll see what happens. So that's my two cents on that game. Can I show you Jets Twitter as well? Oh, yeah, the, you, you're talking about Kevin James oh, making it. Hilarious. Appearance. Look at this. Look at that. <laughs> so funny. What's I mean. with, now, by the way, this is well done. You know, I guess they put they put it, you know, Kevin James as Sean Payton in the movie about Sean Payton's mm-hmm. uh, sabbatical. Yeah. Uh, they put Brilliant. him in Broncos gear. Well done. But what is the deal with the Kevin James meme? What am I missing? What's happening? So I, I tried to mean? go down the uh, the rabbit mean? hole on no the Google idea. on that about no two weeks ago. Somehow it took off somewhere, and it's one of those things that, hey, Chris, uh, like, like Rich, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? It, it's something like that that just took off, and it, it's stupid, and it deserves, like, yeah, I, I can't like even begin to explain it. It's like a King of Queens promotional photo I, I shoot don't. that's right. like any image, and it's just kind of like. what does it mean? Eh. What does it mean? Does it, it just, mean It just kind of means like you're giving a look like, I don't know. What does it mean? Okay. Yes, it ah. memes nothing. Well done. <laughs> yes, well done. it truly memes nothing. But credit to Jets Twitter, who did oh, yeah. far better than Bears Twitter last Thursday as they flew to Washington and showed hey, five man, guys you, getting on the plane saying, name I saw this that. band. You, you, went in all, you went all in on it, and then they put up 40 on the commanders. I know, but- some of the answers were like Maroon 0 and 5. They were really funny. They were really funny. Maroon 0 and 5. That was so good. That's good. good. I didn't see that one. All right. Maybe we overreacted to that. Uh, we will not overreact to the Jets' big victory uh, because it meant something to a lot. Coming up, we will overreact to the rest of the Sunday schedule with Rich calling in from a well-appointed hotel room in London on the appropriately named Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, 
helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL Draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's the Rich Eisen Show, everybody. I'm Andrew sitting in for Rich because Rich is on the other side of the globe, thereabouts, roughly, uh, in a in a lovely and a well-appointed London hotel room. What does well-appointed mean? What does well-appointed uh, not mean? It's finally appointed. There's artwork that's in every other room. So, uh, <laughs> they and there's, uh, there's um, I can make my own coffee in here, too. And by the way, oh. just in terms of, you. so you understand the sacrifices I make. <laughs> yes. You're working hard for all of us. Show. Oh, yes. I just turned down, turned down service. Turned down for what? Okay. <laughs> turned down, turned down service. Turned down service, <laughs> TJ. Oh. It's where they turn down your bed <laughs> and leave a little chocolate on the pillow. I know. And then maybe just leave a little what? something else, some waters and whatever. It's just, it's a very, very, you know, nuanced service. <laughs> And I'm used to motel and, and, and it's it's a little something extra that uh, I turned down for the effort yeah. because I to think be it would have been odd show? to have had a member of the staff of the hotel walking around here behind me while I was doing the program. Rich is the room <laughs> so. as nice as the Embassy Suites in North Canton. Whoa, oh, bro, that yeah. was the is that the spot that I I gave you a room yes, for that night so you room. could go to I'm Joe Thomas's? Grateful. I yes. did. Yes, I left early. You left early, and he needed a room. You needed to stay so you could go hang out and 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 celebrate Joe Thomas. And right? you were kind enough you to gift me your room, and we even had someone put on new sheets and clean the room, and everything. It was lovely. Look and at I you guys. All I'm saying is that turn down service there is not the same as here, despite how great of a of a hospitality I have in Ohio. All I'm saying <laughs> is I just made a sacrifice. Just pointing it out. You made a sacrifice to appear on your own show, man. You're a yes, 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 TJ. If I didn't do that, I'd have a little mint on the pillow right now. Oh, you understand? Okay. <laughs> hold, hold on. Stay right there. Stay right there. In five, four, three, two. We're now back to a radio audience on the Rich Eisen show. We're just having a laugh, as 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 they would say here. Bitten facts. If this were a Ricky Gervais show, are you having a laugh? We're having a laugh. Uh, Rich is in London. I'm Andrew. Uh, we're laughing about hotels and turn down service. I'm at the Rich Eisen Show desk. Wow. It's furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call or click Granger.com or just stop by. Now yeah. back to the regularly yes. scheduled tomfoolery and hijinks. Yes. Yes. Hey, Rich, did you um, see everyone so, else's room? Like, did you, you and Kurt, you got the same size room? Like, no, he's not. Big, well, no, so what we bigger. did, we did, we, we did is we we had to zoom uh, prior to the game um, with the Bills. The Bills didn't arrive till Friday morning here. 
And so we Zoomed with them Thursday night. We arrived here uh, on Thursday morning uh, and Zoomed with the Bills Thursday night before they they uh, left. And then we Zoomed with Trevor Lawrence on Saturday because our time, we we then went, we visited with the Jaguars where they are uh, staying here in London. Um, and we uh, we spent so much great time with Doug Peterson, who is just He's a delightful awesome. human. And Josh Allen of the Jaguars, who is another delightful human. I love that guy. I mean, he is a professional football player. By that, I mean he makes his entire life about getting ready for trying to dismantle teams and getting his body ready, get his mind ready and watching film. And he's got three small kids, one of whom was with his wife in downtown London. So he could have some family time as well while they were out here for an entire week. And then we met with Christian Kirk. And by that point, we couldn't meet with Trevor Lawrence. But the long story is because we have Zoomed. I Zoomed um, Jamie Erdahl staying here. And so is Kurt Warner. Same same layout, same everything, the same everything. The, we have the same background, the same artwork on the wall, same everything. Does that answer your question on that front? <laughs> yes, it does. And the actual the difference is also... I think we were before I was complaining about turning down turns turn down service <laughs> just for this program um, that the photograph that I wanted to show during the uh, TV only segment will will show it here if you don't mind, because it is part of the London game experience. Just to let everyone know, Andrew Brandt tweeted yeah, this out no, saying a friend tweeted out yeah. that this is a, the, a, a group of fans walking into Tottenham Hotspur Stadium on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Is One of them is Waters wearing jersey. It's a Ricky Waters mm-hmm. Eagles jersey, a Brady Patriots jersey, an LT Chargers jersey, a Jim Kelly, and I believe a Devin Singletary. Devin up front. Singletary, yeah. Bills jersey, Sean a Taylor, Heinz Ward right? Steelers jersey, a Sean Taylor uh, Washington jersey. That's awesome. This is, and you could see there's a Green Bay fan that has a backpack on. Yeah. There's Niner jerseys up front. This is truly an example of what it is like to go to an international football game in London. Uh, you saw some of that in Munich last year as well. And I'm going to Frankfurt in a couple of weeks as well to call Chiefs Dolphins and then Patriots Colts. Can't wait to see the one win Patriots against Gardner Minshew. But long story short, <laughs> this is exactly yeah. what it looks like when you walk into a stadium and you got in there. That said, when you walked into the state, got into the actual stadium, and I'm not just saying this because coordinating producer Mike Hoskins is listening. Uh, there were Bills fans all over the place. It is clear that Bills Mafia thought to themselves, let's go to London. That en masse Western New York showed up. And the uh, the fans there, it was a true Bills home game. I was genuinely concerned about the Jaguars' ability to keep pace. And they they just hit him. They hit him hard. They hit him with a right cross. And the defense was all over the place um, and had three straight three and outs for the Bills offense. And the Bills had only four three and outs all season long coming into the game. And Trevor Lawrence made throws. Etienne made runs. Mm-hmm. And then in the third quarter, when the Bills were finally getting their their um, their game going, uh, the Jaguars just kicked it up into a total different notch. And Doug Peterson saw in the fourth quarter with the Bills being already depleted on defense coming in and then losing Matt Milano in the first quarter um, that that 
he could lean on him and they leaned on him hard and the Jaguars came into London at one and two having lost two in a row two of them against the Chiefs and the Texans at home and then coming to London they leave now above 500 no doubt with a ton of wind at their backs it's where their season turned last year when they lost in London now they're two and oh in London and Lawrence made these throws Calvin Ridley on third down moving the chains and Kirk and ETN, they were they were terrific. This is the Jaguars team that I think we were all expecting to see coming into the season off of their playoff run from last year. And as for the Bills, um, they leave here completely battered. Um, they they are just to call them banged up. I mean, they lost Trey White for the season. It looks like Milano is done for the season. And I know Taron Johnson got hurt and he came back in the game. And I just want to address the turf because I know Bills fans heard what Taron Johnson had to say about the turf. I actually found out about uh, the playing surface before the game. It's the first time anybody's ever played on it. It was installed, created. I was told it was created and installed in the San Antonio Alamo Dome and put into containers and shipped all the way over to London and had to be QC'd specifically by Tottenham, by the stadium, and those that run the stadium, to the point where the rubber pellets in the turf weren't black. They were dark green because that's the way Tottenham wanted it. Go figure. I I have no idea if it was an aesthetic thing or not. And I know that, you know, the league was talking before the game about how fast the track was and how – how it was definitely, um, I mean, you walked on it, and it felt softer to me than most turfs, but Taron Johnson said it felt like cement to him, and a ton of bills got hurt. And this is the turf that the Ravens and Titans are going to play on on Sunday. And not only that, this is the turf that's going to stay here in Tottenham for all future NFL games from now on, and it was created for that purpose. So I just wanted to throw all of that information out there for folks to chew on based on the game that uh, I called yesterday. Uh, a game that still did go down to the very end. It was a great one. And mm. yeah, I mean, the fact that the Bills go home without Matt Milano and losing Trey White, they get Von Miller back, but they lose two of their most vital pieces anywhere on their roster um, is devastating. Now the Ravens come over too after a just massive loss and a massive drop that should have been a win in Pittsburgh. Um, I am told... That it is time, Rich, to overreact. Let's do it. Hit it. Hit it. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction. Mondays. Monday. Let's do it. All right, Rich Eisen, are you ready? I can feel it. I can feel it. Our first ever international edition of Overreaction Monday. Okay. I know you said you only watched, like, what, the first half of the first quarter last night on Sunday night? I watched it live before going to sleep. I have since because I'm a lead pipe wielding right. professional since watched the contest. I'm not sure I'm if well you versed. Oh, you have watched the whole thing. So you do know the yes, final sir. score was 42 to 10. Yes, I do. Rich, the Super Bowl is the 49ers to lose. 49ers to lose. What they are a, now the betting what favorite a bold in Las Vegas. Statement. I I Oh man. I, I've been calling them the best team in the NFL. We're not there yet. We're just not there yet. It's still too much time. It's still just week five, Chris. It's still just week five. 
injuries happen. We just talked about how the Bills came in on a three-game win streak, and then they left with Matt Milano getting carted off. They are playing like the Super Bowl favorites. That I can say. But theirs to lose because no one else can beat them? They're the only ones that can beat themselves? I can't say it. I need to see them against Philadelphia later this year. I need to see who they're going to face in the AFC and the Super Bowl. I need to see it. So right now, I'll call that an overreaction. That's a very strong wow. way to begin. Wow, I'm kind of surprised. You've been all in on the Niners. and Brock Well, I know Purdy that, but it's just it, things can and... change. It's theirs to lose. Like, I mean, right now, they are playing the best in the NFL. And, and they just curb stomped one of the best in the NFL up to this point. So I understand where you're going. But I'll just call it an overreaction for the moment. All right. Did you see what went on in uh, South Florida yesterday? I did. They've got a lot of fast players playing for the Dolphins. That's an understatement. The next gen, they have numbers one through seven on the fastest plays of the year. Devin H.A. had a 22-mile-an-hour speed on his 76-yard touchdown run. Devin H.A., he's only played, what, like a game and a half, it feels like. He's second in the NFL in rushing yards behind Christian McCaffrey. You know what he's averaging? Per, per carry? Per carry. Well, like 38 yards a carry? 12 yards a carry. That's insane. Rich, Devin HN. <laughs> so let me get his name right. Devin HN. HN yes. He's going to lead the NFL in rushing yards this year. Oh, man. I'll call that an overreaction. I thought you'd say he's the offensive rookie of the year. I think that's kind of a foregone conclusion at this point. Is it? But. I mean, C.J. Stroud up until yesterday was doing things that very few quarterbacks have done. He still hasn't thrown an interception. Or she's going to lead you know? the NFL in rushing. He has 460 yards on only 38 attempts in four games. A-chan may wind up, you know, I mean, I mean, I guess Tyreek Hill would be the offensive player of the year from that team, if that's who it is. I'll still need to see McCaffrey, whatever. I, I still think that that's an overreaction, too, that he's going to lead the league in rushing. But being the offensive rookie of the year is not an overreaction. I think he'd be that guy. And it's kind of crazy that a running back crazy. in this league, a running back in this league would be the offensive rookie of the year. And the offensive player of the year could be a running back in San Francisco, and which both prove the points that everyone's saying that running backs deserve to be paid what they deserve to be paid because they're that valuable and that you can just get you don't have to pay running backs because somebody can come out of college and just do what Devin Achan is doing so um it's fascinating I'll call that an overreaction a guy who barely played in the preseason I don't even know if he got drafted in most fantasy leagues. he got hurt in the preseason too it's just crushing yeah. it I know and I drafted him and then released him because he wasn't oh, playing the oh, first come on, you, hold on you released him oh, oh. Yep, that's the that's the first turn down service I, I refused. <laughs> well done. You are a wordsmith, Mr. Eisen. Okay, oh, Rich, I saw a stat yesterday. This is yes. gonna be me venting about the Pats for a second. Mac Jones already has four pick sixes at home in less than three seasons. Tom Brady had four his entire career with New England. Yeah. Yeah. It's really bad. It's really he's really terrible. He's been benched now two straight games, even though Bill still says he's a starter. Forget the Jets. The Patriots are the ones who should trade for Kirk Cousins this year. No, I think that that I I, I I'll, I'll say that's an overreaction. Um, and because I I think your season's um over, not salvageable. Yeah, I, I think at this point in time, you know, you're you're getting close to having four wins in the first five weeks and looking as bad as as you've looked. You know, at home on the road offensively you know what the thing that's kind of crazy too is like where what what's happened in their run game you know where what i mean is like Ramondre you, stevenson 
Ramondre Stevenson, it was a business decision out of the backfield every single time he touched it last year. And I thought him with Zeke would just be multiple business decisions. Matt can't throw it deep so that you can't do anything right now. Um, I, 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 I'd be sitting here and I, I start thinking about Caleb if I were you, but I'm, like that, any and, of them, you know, honestly, Drake May, like, and if Michael Bill, Penix, and, Caleb, any one of them, that's what I'm saying. And, and that's the whole, well, we'll talk about it a little later when we're talking about the Patriots, but I'll yeah. call that an overreaction and ask you to move on. Did you see the slobber knocker in Pittsburgh yesterday? I did. Hi, ah, there's just the, the Ravens on the offense. Uh, it looks something's not going. I'm going to say the Ravens offense right now is broken as we know it. Ooh. No. What do you mean by broken? What do you mean by that? I mean, not functioning like a team you want to see that can you might think could win a playoff game how about this i'll say that the 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 well i think they can win a playoff game i think they're going to make the playoffs and i think they're going to i i i will say this that i'm and i can't wait to see them here you know when we talk with them later this week they're arriving by the way unlike the bills arriving friday of that week they're arriving today they're coming in tonight they're spending the whole week here like old school london week type material where they're going to spend the whole week here um but I, I I'm just stunned that it looks similar to what's been going on before, you know, in terms of the uh, points, in terms of the efficiency. And that's kind of what so, I mean, because like you, you bring in Todd Munkin, you got all these new receivers. Yeah, I just thought they were going to be kind of high flying and winging. I mean, it doesn't help that they can't catch the ball. Say Flowers, Nelson Aguilar. But if by saying broken, you can't put it back together, uh, I'll call that an overreaction. But the offense is is definitely sputtering to the point where it does appear fractured. I'll, I'll call that as I see it there for sure. Yeah. All right, two more. And, and I apologize to TJ on the front end of this one. Oh, God. <laughs> Dak's best days as Cowboys quarterback are oh, behind him. That's an overreaction. I can't believe that yet. I can't believe that yet. What and happened I, two weeks I, ago? What happened week one? What happened? Come on now. Come on. But was Dak making I, plays? Was he winging it around and getting them in the end zone and the red zone? I mean, come on. His days his days of 400 yards passing and, and um, three touchdowns accounting for four, like a Josh Allen type game, five touchdowns accounting for, I would say, yes, those days are over. He can't run. He's not, he's not using his feet to get first downs and move the chains. I'll, I will say that, but his best days as a quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, I, I mean, he, he he could still be a guy that you can win a Super Bowl with. I mean, my gosh. I mean, really. Do we miss Kellen Moore? I don't know if you miss – you know who you miss? I'll tell you who you miss. You miss Amari Cooper. Mm. That's who you miss. Yeah, well. You miss, you miss somebody receiver, like Zeke. Yeah. That's what you miss. You miss – honestly – Who's scaring you? If you lock up CeeDee Lamb, you what you're 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 concerned Gallup's gonna beat you deep? Brandon Cook's gonna beat you deep? What are you concerned? Turpin, who might looks like he's out for six weeks. I mean, nobody's circling anybody on that Cowboys team other than Pollard and CeeDee Lamb. And Pollard hasn't had those big, huge breaking runs. And part of that might be is because he's being used differently and he's the lead back in a way that, you know, you gotta figure out other ways to maybe get him loose. So maybe that's it. Sure, the Kellen Moore had an opportunity to do that, but Amari Six, Cooper, man, sixteenth in passing hits. yards. He's twentieth in passer rating. He has only five touchdowns on the season. 
Chris, what's Randy, your last one? Randy Moss said he still had a few red zone touchdowns left. Maybe we should get we on should the phone. Do something. Call eighty. That would be bad. Last last one, Rich. Uh, I know you saw the college scores over the weekend. We are heading for a Georgia-Michigan National Championship Battle Royale. Let's go. Oh, yeah, baby. Let's oh, go. Yeah. That's not an overreaction at all. At all. Both I'll tell you one thing that I was out doing. there on Saturday. I'll Woo. tell you one thing I was doing during the uh, during the meeting on Saturday night. We had a, uh, a meeting at, what would that be, 2 o'clock Eastern, um, 7 o'clock uh, local here in London. I was monitoring those Maryland Terrapins. I was I was oh, getting ready. So close. Oh, I had fourteen. That thing dropped a touchdown. I had the break. I had the Breaking so Bad Tortuga memes, mm-hmm. you know, with a, with a head on the back <laughs> yeah. of a turtle. I had already, so close. you know, Danny Tran. Buckeyes oh, head yes. to West Lafayette to get the Boilers noon Eastern on Peacock coming up. Let me on tell you Saturday. something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me. By the way, but I saw I saw this. I saw this. I saw. That Michigan versus Michigan State is going to be on NBC on a Saturday night. They moved that to a night game. Oh, baby. That is going to, I, I tweeted out that dinner is going to be the Sparty and a nice Chianti. That is going to be awesome in front of everybody to see the dismantling that is coming to East Lansing. Oh, I cannot wait. And I can't, as you know, I don't usually talk this sort of smack, but I'm doing it right now. With your chest. That said, that's not an overreaction, baby. They are the two best teams. We're seeing it. Oh, I, you tell me, am I wrong? Hundred percent. Okay, thank you. Hundred percent. Ohio okay. State would like a seat at the table. They get Purdue this I know week, they would. and, and we'll then see. they get Penn State on Fox at noon next week. Let's see. Yeah, let's buddy. see. And Michigan's got a gauntlet at Penn State yeah. at Maryland, home for Ohio State. Before all that, that said, um, I don't think that's an overreaction at all. They're oh, yeah. yelling at me, oh, yeah. and I'm not overreacting to Hoskins yelling at me. That we okay. got a break. Rich Eisen in London. We're all here. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back momentarily. Don't go anywhere. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. When you see the video of you throwing to Tyree, okay, what do you think of when you see that? I just smile. I just, I'm just thankful, thankful for David Tyree, man. There's, there's not a, a better person, and 
and a guy who just, uh, you know, who had the worst week of practice in the history of, of all practices on that Friday and dropped every pass and, Come on. you know, thought he was going to be the starting receiver and then Dyko, you know, comes back and plays that game and then sure enough in the game, David Terry has a touchdown catch and then they speed catch, you know, with Rodney Harrison hanging all over him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Bob Poppy giving the call saying, you know, he's got a wide open receiver, you know, and I guess that's wide open in the NFL. And, uh, you know, David Tyree, just the, the will, the desire was there and just catching it off the helmet. Just what a, what an unbelievable story. And, and uh, you know, never get tired of watching that play. All right. Well, Chris Brockman, my on-air compadre here. What do you tell him? Go ahead. Tell him what you say every time. Now that he's here, you can say it to him. <laughs> Face. Go ahead, Chris. Well, usually You're I say it to Boston. Sean O'Hara because Sean is here. But right. I mean, there were 14 different holdings on he that. He sees play, holding. Eli, what do you say to that when when you, he <laughs> says holding? Yeah, he sees holding. I don't. I don't see. How, how can you have holdings? They didn't block anybody. You know, they let them run in. You know, I almost get sacked by four all four players. You know, they kind of just blocked them off. You know, I yeah. think yeah, it's not really holding. If the guy's holding me. You know, like a defense player is holding me. I think you're allowed to do whatever you want right. to the uh, to the you know to the right. pass rusher at that point. If I'm in the like grass, they can just grab them also and pull them off. It's kind of a, yeah. it's kind of free range at that point. At I that agree. moment, I agree. You, you, Chris, you see holding. Eli sees grasping. That's what he sees. <laughs> I see the greatest play ever. That's I, right. There's I a giant right there, right there, Eli. <laughs> I was sitting right there. I was there in the building. <laughs> That's it. Of course, holding can be called on every play. Uh, hi, it's Andrew sitting in for Rich. Rich is here from London as well. I, it's my job to tell you that you can stream the NFL like tonight's game in Vegas. The Packers and the Raiders on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app or by asking Alexa to open WWO Sports or on your Westwood One affiliate station's digital platforms. You can stream Kevin Harlan and Kurt Warner and Rich all season long for free. Get in the zone with AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get in the zone, Rich. AutoZone. Restrictions do apply. (laughs) Well well done by you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yep. Teamwork there. You want to get to the Patriots? Um, sure. Let's talk about the Patriots here for a few minutes. Um, I've never seen it like this, man. Um, and and it, you can't sit here and say, you know, um, that Belichick's less than without Brady when, you know, he won 11 games with Matt Castle. And it's it's a, just a total, complete, Roster um, degrading Isn't that, that the I bigger didn't see issue? coming. Belichick, well, the I mean, GM. The, sure, the Belichick, the GM, is an issue. Um, and part of that was last year having Mac Jones coached in a crucial season by two guys that shouldn't have coached him. Um, but Bill O'Brien was supposed to fix that. And I, I just see a team that who are you afraid of when you play them? Um, unfortunately for them, the guy that you're afraid of is out in Matt Judon. That's the guy that you're afraid of. Who else are you afraid of? It's not Juju Smith-Schuster with a, with a, 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 a gimpy knee. Um, it's not any of the, the young speedy receivers that they, they have drafted and hasn't really, haven't really blossomed the run game. 
that's the thing that stuns me. The run game. I mean, Mac Jones used to be in all these third and manageables. Now he's not. Uh, and that's what leads to a lot of these pick sixes. You know, um, they they can't run it. And now they can't stop you. And that has to do with injuries. I mean, Bill hit, let's be honest, you want to talk about his his roster building. He hit on that kid from Oregon in the draft before oh, yeah. he got hurt for the rest of the year. I mean, that and 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 he worked the draft board masterfully, you know, allowing the Steelers to take the offensive lineman that I think we all think the Jets are going to take. They keep saying that that's not who they were going to take. But uh, you know, uh, the first round of the draft, Bill Bill handled that masterfully. But Mac Jones has just totally fallen apart. I have no idea how this happened. And part of that is the running game is falling apart. I mean, Zeke has done nothing. I thought he'd have, he'd have affected a game at some point by this point, but not at all. I just got to figure that, feel that Bill's just going to have to figure it out at some point. Because he always does. Well, in our final minute here on the radio, before uh, before we, we we step aside briefly, not going to play Belichick, not enough time. But what he said after the game was, we have Make to changes. go back and restart everything. Like, go back to the beginning. Except we're heading into week six. And you can't no, tear it down midseason. Uh, the roster hay is in the barn. And yeah, Christian Gonzalez is out for the year. And Matt Judon looks to be out for the year. And without those two key pieces on defense and without anyone who can get open and with the blocking issues offensively, I don't know how you do that. And that is their dilemma. It is. And, uh, you know, I don't know how much time's left because I, I don't want to keep seconds. talking before. Okay, very good. Well, hour three. I'm going to stick around. I'm going to stick around. All right. <laughs> Rich is going to stick around. I'm not leaving. No, he's not leaving. <laughs> and and, not th- leaving. and the thing is, Rich, uh, if you look at week one, you know, one of my overreactions on the podcast was, hey, Bill O'Brien kind of fixed the offense after one week. They looked really good. They moved the yes. ball. They scored 20 points yeah. and had a chance to Against beat the Eagles. The Eagles. And yeah. since week one, they've scored 30 points combined. I don't know what the hell's happened. The run game. The run game has just disappeared. They, they cannot affect anything at the line of scrimmage. And if I'm Bill Belichick, you know, and I'm in charge of the the uh, franchise and 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 maybe he wants to keep coaching there for a long time. You have no idea what's going on in his skull. Uh, I, I Again, this is not the guy you would ever associate the word tank with. Caleb Williams would be a great way for him to go out on top. And my, my apologies to Mac Jones, but the Patriots are already a third of the way. Mm-hmm. almost to getting what you have to do from for for Caleb Williams and I can guarantee you Caleb Williams would want to play there too in the same way that I say you Are know you the whole sure? Rick Dalton Jeff oh why wouldn't you I don't why wouldn't you play for the New England Patriots well, my who, goodness you want to go up there with no playmakers yeah, and Bill, I, I like to. Bill O'Brien don't get me wrong I, I, I obviously Bill Belichick's got I, the skins of the wall he's the greatest of all time in our final 30 seconds here wherever you're going to go Williams and his dad are talking here Right, um, but 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 wherever you're going to go, drafted first overall, you're probably not going to have too many weapons. Nobody's going to come right. out and trade from from the playoff spot in the draft to go get him. That's true. So I'm just talking about places to play. I got you, and 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 having a guy like Belichick maybe coach you before handing him off to somebody else. Right now, the Patriots so. are 15th in the AFC, 15th out of 16. 